science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown and you lose Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Yeah, really, that's going to be oh, fun, huh? Working. Oh, baby, I'm working for the Western. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeehaw, man. I was going to say, I'm, I'm feeling it. It took me a minute because I was Are still, you? I was still like in a, uh, like horror movie mode, you know? Because we did the the horror movie podcast so late, but then like I finally switched gears and got into Western mode, and I watched like three Westerns today. Oh hell yeah! I saw you did uh, that one. Buster Scruggs, Scru- yeah, yeah, I did Buster Scruggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah the ballad, yeah, ballad of Buster Scruggs, which I'm like, hell yeah, dude! I watched Rango, which fucking rules. Um, I watched, uh, and I haven't finished it, but I'm like halfway through Meek's cutoff because it's not going to win the vote, but I want to watch it. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's such a good movie. It's yeah. so dry, baby. <laughs> I love it. It makes me dry that movie feel like I'm a pioneer woman. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's amazing. Um, do you know what? Do you know what else is sick? Just uh, some news about westerns. Uh, Travis sent me a photo of this uh, this local like movie. It's like a movie house, like an old old school independent like. You know the movie rental house, uh-huh. and uh, they're playing like the three, like Paul Newman. Oh, just Paul Newman, Buffalo Bill, and the Indians. Nice. It's like he's just sent he sent me this like poster where it's like November twenty seventh. They're playing a wow western, dude. Old school, yeah, like, western. Like, what is, why is western? Why is month, November? Dude. It is. I don't know why. Why, why is that? Like. It's Ca- got to be Pilgrims? something. Cowboy oh, Thanksgiving. I don't oh know. my God, Thanksgiving! I'm a dork. Yeah. You're totally right. Uh, okay. That makes sense. You Thanksgiving. Know what, so you, nailed it. You know go what? America. Other go, that's a, a hooray genocide. So <laughs> yeah, I, well, we're, yeah, we're gonna you, get to that. You know what? Other movie I watched was the Good, the Bad, and the Weird. This is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge oh! podcast. Uh, I'm Levi. That's Jordan. We're not looking at each other today. I'm pointing into my room as I like making a point, like I would a camera. Yeah, but I'm doing it to my dark closet. And it's kind of scary. Oh well, yeah, you're you're your gremlin in there's like, hey, thanks, man. Well, my, thanks for thanks for including me. I have a Halloween mask. You should see it. I'll send you a snap or something. I have a Halloween mask that I made a couple years ago, and it's like hanging in the closet, and it's oh, just yeah. like a skinned face with like an upside down cross carved in its head. Um, it's, there are it's several terrifying. times. It's terrifying. There's there are several times where that mask just takes a drift through your house at night, dude. I do Gu- guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Uh, but. Uh, Anyway, so we are we are discussing westerns now, as we mentioned earlier, and uh, I wrote the synopsis for this one. Um, I'm so proud of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into it. I haven't. I, I guess we I haven't wrote done a we haven't done a synopsis in like a month though. A minute, yeah. It I actually good. No, that's a yeah. that's a dirty lie. You did one for Mad God, and then I actually wrote a synopsis right. for all three Invisible Man movies that I never used. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. that you got to post it Post it on the website, uh, uh, knowledge.com. Oh, good good plug. Uh, post it up there, and we can go read it. Okay. I'm, but I'm moved pound full Western boy. I got my cowboy boots <laughs> on right now. Okay. Uh, give me, for those of you who have not seen this, it's a Western, a Korean Western film 
Uh, it's got kind of a cult following, I guess, these days. But uh, Jordan, what what's the synopsis, bud? Right, and this is a it's actually highly popular film, but it is but it is popular. Like, well, it's, it's a cult, but it's, it's a cult of, film, but it's highly popular for yeah, even a western. I don't know. I was surprised. Right. I was sort of surprised because I forgot how popular it was. Oh, I can hear my kid crying yeah. in the background. Uh, <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, but, Wait, are you good? Uh, yeah, I, I forgot how popular it was, and then when it's like, and then it won the vote, and I was like, really? It won the vote? And then I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Uh, I'll give you a little synopsis for uh, the listener at home. All right. The good, the bad, and the weird. Uh, in 1930s uh, Northeast Asia, the desert backdrop of Manchuria is sandwiched between the Chinese border, home to a rogue looting gang, and the imperialist Japanese army. An encounter on a train triggers an epic crusade for a treasure map that was stolen first by Tegu, the weird, a petty crook fumbling his way through a myriad of close calls. Hot on his trail is Du Wan, the good, a bounty hunter out to track down a varying class of criminal, starting with Cheng Yi, the bad, a charismatic hitman attempting to steal the map from Tegu uh, at the behest of a military official. However, when Cheng Yi tries to double-cross that official, all plans go to hell, and the gangs converge at the map's crossing point for one final shootout, ultimately deciding the fate of the good, the bad, and the weird. Whoa, buddy. There you go. Good yeah, job. Yeah, man. Uh, it, uh, the map, it's... the ultimate MacGuffin. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, it's actually it's actually kind of a, a fun... So it's like a... It's a super straightforward story, but it takes a little bit too long to get there, in my opinion. That's, but it's, that's it's, like my biggest criticism is that it's just like right. for how simple it is, it's, yeah. uh, it's just like a little bloated. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like they just wanted to cram in some like action scenes, which are fun. The action scenes are all really but, good, but some of them are like, like there's like three climaxes. And then yeah. the yeah. last, yeah. like, the whole movie is, like, essentially a precursor to, like, I honestly, I'm going to say, like, if you like this, um, you should watch Mad Max Fury Road if you haven't, because it's, like, Dude, this movie's all one giant chase scene, pretty much. It really, it really is. And that, and that's what's nice about it. it. Like, it does just kind of, like, it hits the ground running, and then it, it just keeps going, and it doesn't really lull so that's nice, but it is like the whole time you're going, you'll like, you'll go from like a fight scene and then they have a minute to like talk. And it's like, as you're going, you're like, all right, here's another fight scene. And it's like, everyone gets to like showcase their, their, you know, quote unquote special ability in their fight. But they do it like, yeah, they do it like three, each person gets like three times to showcase their special ability. They get it. And then, and then it climaxes where it's just like kind of a dumb shootout. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's, yeah, there's like so many moving parts to a simple that's so store. Like, I don't want to say it's like convoluted because it, that's not necessarily the case. Like they're not overly complicating it, but no. the fact that it's just like, it's the, it's like you got point A and you got point B and it's like, you could draw a straight line from point A to point B and get there in 90 minutes. Or you could do like six loop de loops and go down like all these weird divergent paths and introduce characters that show up for like a little bit and then die uh, or just disappear. And that's kind of what right. this does, where it's just like, like why some of them? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's all fine. Like, I feel like the action moves at such a pace 
and the characters are like like such like fun like they're they're developed enough but they're like almost cartoony but it works for what it is that it's just like fun to watch them it's like you know the bad it's like he's so brooding and he's got like fucking that like crazy asian emo hair and then uh i loved dude that no his he like he looked like an anime character so that was kind of cool for me but he was an anime character there's that scene he was that is (laughs) it's pretty awesome but he like throws the knife at that centipede on the wall (laughs) and then he shoots the the fucking knife to dig it in deeper Uh like six times no yeah that i mean that's That's it's it's almost like it's like it's anime and slash kind of like that that bollywood bollywood physics dude bollywood i was getting some mad bollywood vibes too like but do you know what else is pretty funny this is like i can't i mean i didn't look super super hard i couldn't find anything that's like definitive but this straight up is a kill bill clone like they use the song they use like the score from kill bill in this movie that makes sense and they use they use like it's like it's like it's you know it's an homage and it like it works that way as an homage, but it also feels kind of like it's so heavy handedly like a ripoff, like that like the like when he gets woken up by the gang you know and they shoot through the door and it's really funny when he knocks on the door and he says who he is you know and it's like that's really silly and then they shoot through the door he fights him and he like comes down with the bamboo and flips it up to hit his head. It's like that's like directly from Kill Bill. Like yeah. It's in like the fight scene of Kill Bill, and that came out like five years before this movie. God, I haven't seen Kill it's, Bill in for fucking ever, dude. Right, and I and I like Kill Bill's like my favorite Quentin film, which is and, why I need to watch it again because it's like right my least favorite probably. I know, right? And but, no, and it's fine. That's like but I've only watched. I've only watched. Uh, like I probably watched him twice, and that's it. But I, I, I should watch him again. Yeah. I do. I mean, saying your least favorite Quentin Tarantino film is oh, again. Know, it's right. like a David Fincher thing where it's like they're all good. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, they're all. They all, they all <laughs> I mean, do what they want. The man has not made a bad movie, but so I mean, if you're gonna rip off anyone's movie, that's that's fine. Right. You no, know? and it, it totally is fine. It's like it's got it. It's got enough like energy, and it is. It's like a. It's just a big. It's a big homage to a lot of the genres like it's really fun it's like it's called the good the bad and the weird so clearly you're like the good and the bad and the ugly that that predates right. this by like 50 years is like gonna be it's gonna be a large inspiration for you and it just it's like you can tell it's like they're passionate and they you know they make a I great need film to, i really I, I want fun. to watch the good the bad and the ugly again because i've literally only seen it once and it's been so long right so i'm probably Same. gonna i'm gonna probably gonna put next week's poll is going to be like the classics, like the essentials, you know? So yeah, I, I might I, cool. I might put that on there, but like I'm interested because I feel like the title for this movie is like sort of unfortunate because it's like I feel like it doesn't Dude, follow. Like I, I don't know, it, it sets it up in a weird way except for the shootout at the end, which right. is uh, the shootout is sort of weak. You wouldn't want to yeah. compare it to the shootout in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, which is like one of the best. Um, and so I don't, I don't know. It's like the whole time I was like, yeah, I guess this is technically a Western, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, but it it takes place a little bit later and, but that's okay. Cause it's like foreign. So it's like, they kind of have a different style of the West. Um, right. But that was something I I think is, I felt like they were just dressing up as a Western movie almost like it's disguised as a, it's like a different kind of movie 
Because it doesn't really have well, any feels, of the themes if, of a Western, really. It's just like... It, it feels more like... um feels more like the Fistful of Dynamite, which, yeah. which takes place in, like, I, you know, I don't, I don't even know, the, yeah, the 40s. Same... Yeah, something like that, Same huh? type of deal. Yeah. Yeah, where it's supposed to be, like... It's kind of like that, on that, like, cusp of the... The modern era. Yeah. It's cool. You this know, movie is fun. I was I was actually really surprised because I'm like, now, because uh, is this the first time? This is not the first time you've seen this, right? No, no. I saw this a while ago. And this was actually kind of like, this was one of my suggestions for movies that we watch. Because I, I, I thought it'd be fun to do like some more offbeat kind of like, you know, first, unconventional Western movies. For sure. That's why I was like so the, the I first I didn't couple think it was going to win, though. I didn't either. I, I thought El Topo was going to win, but. Yeah, because it has kind of such a following, but right. I think I call I call Topo a cult classic. That's that's going to yeah. be. Oh, it's like and then again, I guess there's a certain stuff, but. there's a certain crowd for you know Hordorowski fans. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah. But I was surprised because like this movie, I'd seen it when it came out, and I didn't remember much about it aside from like the the beginning of the train scene, and then like the one other scene like, which is the market which is, later but. Ar- which is arguably the the strongest scene in my oh, opinion. it starts off with a bang it, it's it's pretty mm-hmm. it's pretty fun but i was right. surprised because now and i'm sorry we're very white so i'm gonna butcher all these korean names but song kang ho it's like now mm-hmm. i recognize him i'm like yeah oh he's like the main korean guy that's like in everything <laughs> right he he's bo- like yeah, in he parasite he's in snowpiercer He's in Lady Vengeance, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. He's the fucking guy. He's in Dude. Thirst, The Host, Memories of Murder, like so many. Uh, but I was like, oh, it's him. That's fun. I like that. And then the director, I was really surprised because this movie's so fun and playful and like pretty light. Uh, right. Like very, very little. Cause he, just like, enough violence, but it's not like bloody right. or anything, you know? No, no, no. You could, it's rated R, but I honestly, it's like, you could. Barely. I was, other than a couple yeah. of the squibs. Right. Cause earlier on, I was like, oh, there's like hardly any blood, but some of the squibs are pretty bloody, but that's about it. Right. And the, even then, it's like, that's, I don't know. But f- from 2008 to now, from it's knowing, like, <laughs> knowing his right. other films, that's that, the thing. Yeah. Uh, I saw The Devil and A Tale of Two Sisters. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like it just yeah. seems like and he made this in between the two like i saw the devil was 2010 so like right after this which is obviously have you seen that it's like very r-rated <laughs> yes yeah 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 I, yeah I don't quite like remember the theme it very well, but i do so, remember yeah it's, it's very violent i want to watch it again because I, I remember liking right. it but being kind of frustrated by like the character motivations seemed silly to me but um so every time they did something it kind of was like i was like oh come on but uh, I want to watch it again because it is like a cool serial killer, but it's so dark. Because if if I if the Good, the Bad, and the Weird is ripping off like a Tarantino movie, like having like fun and bombastic and like like you know what Django would be like, it, which came similar, later. Yeah, but like it's then I, I, it I saw the devil as David Fincher. <laughs> yeah, it's like him ripping off David Fincher or someone like way more edgy and. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This movie, this movie was pretty fun. I mean, I watched it. It's it's today. fun, dude. It goes it like it, their ability to go from like really stupid, quirky scenes, like the scene when they. So basically, this movie is just like it's fight scene, and then something you know, and then it's like calm down for a minute. But it's like that fight scene where he's like flying through the air with a shotgun, and they're like fighting against the gang. Uh, 
And he's like on the, all those like ropes and stuff. And oh, he's yeah. going across the, that, like, that little that that, rules. The, like black market, the black market, whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, ghost market, I guess. I know. And the, and the then, thief comes out, dude. That was the part that got me yeah. the most where he like is, is fighting that big brute guy. And he gets, oh, he gets thrown yeah. through the roof, and he's like, throw me my yeah. guns. Throw them, <laughs> yeah, throw them, please. And then he, like, throws right. them, and it, but, like, well, completely dude, misses. Right before that scene, he's like, there, he's like, go out there and distract them for me. And he's like, should I run straight or should I run in a zigzag? And then he, like, comes <laughs> yeah. out hopping. And it's, dude, it's, I, like, yeah. I literally went, <laughs> I, bu- I busted a gut, dude. I was it's laughing good. so hard. And then he's got and, the, and, he's then, got the, uh, the scuba diver helmet on. He's like, this thing rules, yeah. but it's so heavy. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's great. And I think that's, like, they never really, like, go straight to, like, hard drama, which is nice. I think it's just, I think it's just funny. It's got, like, the, good action. The only like time they did kind of go to it is, like, the twist kind of twist that it was really unnecessary just to, like, cement, oh, yeah, the cement finger, their finger history. Chopper. Yeah, where they're, like, this guy's the finger chopper, and it's, like, he cuts off fingers and then... Uh, then the bad guy, you think it's him the whole time, and then he's like, "No, it's actually you, you goof, you goofball. You're you used to be a hardcore finger chopper." And then there's like the flashback of him being like all serious and you know chopping fingers. I was right. like, "Ah, come on! Like, why? I don't know. Like, it's it's fine. It's like almost silly, but it's played so straight that I'm like, man, that seems like all that. I guess it's like an attempted at character." You know, like all those scenes where the the bounty hunter, the good guy or whatever, he has like his history with the finger chopper. And so it's like it's personal and he thinks it's that the anime villain. And then it turns out, you know, whatever. But I think that's just to give them some thematic connection at the end to make it like more weight to their shootout. But I don't think it needed it, though. You know, it's like they've built enough drama and conflict over the last two hours um from just like having this huge chase it's like nah they didn't even need like a personal touch if anything it felt it felt weird and it slowed down the pace of like everything coming to an end and then it's like wait but also there's this and then they have a that moment like at the end of our short film squelch where they get shot and their like limbs are flying around and blood shooting everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, dude. <laughs> They're well, just like <laughs> But I guess it is it is kind of fun though that the ser- the most the most intense serious part for me in this is when they're camping together. Yeah. And they have the, they do, they give their like whole backstory. And that's actually something that I really appreciated is when he uh the good is like um, laying there and he goes, if I had, if I had the riches and everything in the world, you know what I'd get, I would get. And then he just like, you know, he doesn't say it. And then he never says it yeah. throughout the whole rest it's of the It's like movie. he's about to, but then and, the other guy's like, I'm actually yeah, tired. Let's the, just call it a night. Yeah. He just wants to sleep. Yeah. He's dude. He man. Yeah. Song is it? Yeah. Song Kang Ho pff, fucking carried this movie, man. Oh, to, to me. Anyway, 100%. I, thought he was just, well, cause he's, I thought he was just hilarious and his acting. He could go from like serious to goofy to because that because that scene when he's standing there holding the gun to him at night you know and or like dusk and it's like yeah. you just like that that's like really tense and then he's just on his bike and it's like it's like oh that's cool it's like you know he doesn't kill him clearly because it's like that would be out of his not, character he's, made. he's but, not yeah and he's not he, like a cold-blooded killer like yeah he's a, no he's a coward no. he's a thief and, and he's, he's like he's running from he's running from that past so yeah. this is the part where i'm like we don't really quite know Cause there's a whole, there's well, a whole I bunch really, of stuff. I really liked like, that scene and I thought it gave a lot of like yeah. breath to just let these two characters kind of just chill and be themselves for a minute. 
Because you really right. get, you really, like this movie does take its moments to pause, but it's not really like a breathing moment. Like a lot of the moments are like, so where's the map? Oh, he they, went to this well, guy and like, this is stop, his plan. It's, like it's. It actually is kind of like, it's kind of, it's kind of cheap because they'll pause and literally just to like, like the fight scene happens. That does not further the story along. Then they pause and it's just for someone to go. What about the map? Where's the map? <laughs> yeah, this guy has the map, you know? and then it's like, yeah, I'm. What about the I, Mongolians or whatever those fucking other yeah. like, like random other? There's just so many people <laughs> chasing it by the end too. It's like the there army's are, yeah. chasing it, right? Fucking, and that's like that, like that end scene that is that is the Mad Max scene. It, I, it works for me. I like it. Yeah, it's cool. It is. It it's because it's like full suspension of disbelief like i'm just like i'm like all right they've got like you know plot armor they're like they're clearly invincible there are three main characters they'll never die no matter what there's no stakes to them but it was fun to watch everybody else that comes in because you're like oh okay these guys are all all expendable yeah like they could kill they could kill every single other person besides the three main characters i like the like and they they did they do or you know (laughs) because he just gets blown up and i like that the whole time he's just asking his second command like so what's happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like what's going yeah, on so right now? And then yeah, he just gets so blown great. to smithereens. It's it's uh it's ridiculous. But okay. then but then it goes on like another twenty five minutes or something after that of just the three characters, or you know, it's probably only like ten yeah. minutes, but it felt like half an hour. Uh of just the three of them and he's like, Wait, there is no treasure. Just kidding, there is and then there's a shootout and then it's like I guess it's oil. I, yeah, yeah oil, like, oil. I got. I was a. I. I mean, I, it was just weird. Yeah, it's like. I guess it was oil, but I do. And see, I like that because it like, it does punctuate the end where it's like they all died for like they all died for riches, but they didn't know what it was. It's like you know if they buried. It's yes. like because they throughout the whole movie they kept showing like money or purses full of jewels, and it's like it's like all these things that are like tangible that like a, a petty crook would know what to you know know what to do with, but then they come across oil and it's like. You know, untold, untold wealth. And, yeah, exactly. But it's you like know, you got to do it something is, it with just, it more. <laughs> and it and it is cool that like they all die, and he just gets to say like, "What the hell was that?" And that's like the last line. You know. Well, I guess. Oh wait, shit! I lied. They don't die. I forgot. But oh, yeah. one guy dies. The the main or the 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 like yeah the emo, the emo uh, anime character. Anime the, villain. The yeah, with that with yeah. the bad. Um, scar makeup too that I don't know why they decided it. Like it just did not look good. It looked like such makeup. Yeah, but it like didn't even yeah. matter to his character other than to supposedly make him seem more sinister. I guess. I guess I don't know. Yeah, he was just he's so beautiful that you can't doesn't even matter if you they put got a scar him, on. I know him. they got to make him look harder because he is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, um, dude, I, his hair though that that opening scene when he's on the train tracks, man, like so, or the well, you know that yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. I, I uh, that was one of my other things. It's so it's like overall, I left this movie happy because it's like it's fun, it's lighthearted, it's cool. But I'm like the whole time, everyone's chasing this MacGuffin of this map just to drive the story along. But I'm like, not once, like with all this exposition and all this stuff to like dump a little bit of like here's. It's like they're trying to give the functions of like. Who's chasing the map? Who has the map? Dude, Why they're looking so for the con- map? That was so convoluted. But I'm like, me. give like, me one yeah. conversation about someone being like, so what's this map? Who made this map and what is the treasure? Yeah. Like, is it reliable? Is it worth wasting our yeah. army to chase this map that's about treasures? Like, 
why exactly? Like, it's like they, they, they touch on it for like a second. And I'm like, if I was the general, I'd be like, what the fuck do I care about this map? Do, like, is this like some reliable cause? I don't know. It just seems like not once yeah. is anyone asking like, what is this? And so when it turns out to just be oil at the end, which is like, you know, is, is very valuable in the right hands. I'm just like, so wait, what? <laughs> like, what is this map? Who is like, and then here lies the oil and, the, and this is the fallen kingdom. And it's a map that fall into these guys' hands that then this guy is going to sell to this other guy, but then he's going to hire this other guy to steal it back because he wants to keep the money. Like, it's just like, I don't know. The how was the how and the wire fucking just wonky. Uh, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter too much. And I think that's what makes me right. kind of okay with it. Think of it. Yeah, a, but a then different movie. I would be like way saltier about it, but it's like, I don't know. The end justifies the means, I guess in this case for me slightly, but I think it would have been much improved if it would have been tightened up in those areas a little bit, you know, I don't know. Right. That's, they added, that's me. They added, they added like one too many, like, like, you know, obstacles. Like yeah. I liked, yeah, exactly. I liked having like the gangs. Cause then they would just like, they had like the ghost market gang came in, you know I mean? They, they were just more of like a, and then there was uh, the rebel, the revolutionary bathhouse guy that and then he gets like yeah. drugged with the opium in the opium den or whatever. Right. Uh, and, it's, just, and it's like outside so of just buddy. an entertaining scene. Yeah. It doesn't really stitch this. Like I get it that he's like, he clearly he's a, He's not, you know, he's he's not a revolutionary. He's just like tricking him. Yeah. But it's just it's there's so many times where they like they get him in and then they're like they never they never explain until the end when they're like, "Oh, we need him alive." And I don't even remember why exactly, but they were like, "We need that. We need him alive." It's the only time I've been because like, they're like, why, "Oh, why maybe they he just killed the, the fuck out of this guy." The the amount of times they could have just murdered him mm-hmm. immediately. Well, they're like, <laughs> they're it, like, yeah. in case he has the map stashed somewhere, which he <clears throat> only does once, and his grandma has it and gives it to his and friend, the, who then gets yeah. tortured, and then he right. gets it back well, somehow. I don't know. It's yeah. See, that was I was confused because he pawned it, but did he pawn a fake one? He must have pawned a fake one. Yeah, I, think I so you know, I don't, I'm, I'm sure he must have. That's that's like that was a part I like. I must have missed that. Well, they kind of just brush over those. Like they spent so much time trying to set up these details. But at the same time, they're also telling us, hey, these details don't really matter. Just have fun with it. They're just there to yeah. just kind of like move the story along, which is fine. But then I'm like, well, then why bother setting up so much time with these details in the first place? Like if they don't matter, like again, like you could cut the entire scene with like, you know, the uh, the revolutionary guy. Like, yeah, it's a really fun scene, but you could cut it right. and lose nothing other than just entertainment value. But it does nothing for the plot. Or the characters, and it's like you could probably cut. There's so much stuff you could cut, and it would change. It is nothing. Yeah, I wish about it, the outcome. I wish it was trimmed. I wish it was like I wish it was like an hour forty five. Like that was because I give me, I, give I me stopped a cool it. ninety minutes. Like this would be a perfect right. ninety minute movie. 90 like, minute. But I'm well, like, even, ah, it's yeah. like over two hours long. It does not need to be. No, and I think that's. I think it's just because they're trying to. They were trying to like inflate it to make it seem grander. Like it gave it, it you know, it does. It, it feels a, like a very a like movie, this but huge then again, it quest. Exploded and, yeah. Yeah. It's like a mad, 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 mad world or whatever. It's just like this huge, like rat yeah, race dude, kind of vibe. That's a good, that is a hilarious. That's a great comparison. Yeah. Yeah. It totally is like, yeah, mad, mad world or yeah, rat race. Like 
It's just these like kooky characters all chasing one destination. I mean that, and that's like, it's kind of fun. You give it like a, you know, a ticking time bomb, but yeah, it just, it, it overall, I remember enjoying this when I was younger and I saw this cause I, I, dude, I think I saw this like 2008, 2010 Same. in that time period. And it's like, uh, I remember being like, oh wow, this is like, it's super fun, but I remember being bored and I remember stopping it. Like an, it had like an hour left. Because I was like, man, how much more is there mo- is, is there in this movie? Because it's kind of like, what's going on? And then I was like, an hour. And I was like, whoa, there's still an hour? God, they got all- I'm like, how are they going to wrap this up? And then that like that chase scene and everything. And I did the same exact thing this time. I <laughs> stopped it. And I was like, wow, there's like 50 minutes left of this movie. Right. And they really, they really could have trimmed some of this fat down. But See, my, and that's, I, know, I enjoyed are- it a lot more this time. Uh, just because, well, the first time I saw it, I 100% saw it in high school, right when it came out. Like, it came out, um, and I saw it, and we were obviously, came out like your senior year, and, uh, we were obviously, um, really into westerns back then, too, and had just made, like, you know, Drift Me and all, and, like, really liked our western movie, and so I watched this and was like, this isn't a Western. What the f- like? I feel like I had gotten hoodwinked a little bit. Yeah. And so I, I like, I still was like, that's fine, I guess, but it wasn't what I wanted, nor was it what I expected. I feel like I kind of like got tricked by the advertising and the name, the, the good, the bad, the weird, which is like straight up. Like what else are you supposed to compare that to other than one of the greatest Westerns of all time? Uh, that it's like, oh, I was like, okay, well, if it was like a spoof or a parody, that would have been one thing, but it's not. It's its own thing. Um, and yes, it is a comedy, like an action comedy western, I guess. But, uh, so I, I think the first time I saw it, I, I was kind of salty about it, and I was just at a much saltier vag in general back then. But like, <laughs> now, this time now, I was like, I can appreciate it for what it was a lot more. Which I think a lot of second viewings, uh, I think that's why... Second viewings of movies are sometimes critical. Oh yeah, it's very it's very important to like and and years later. I feel like it's like yeah. I feel like it's like, like three times you should watch a movie is is you know like once in the same year. First time and then like ten year ten years later. Hundred <laughs> percent. First time discovering it, following the plot, waiting for any surprises. Second time, you know. Maybe like you know, you see it in theaters first time, second time. Maybe when it comes out on DVD or whatever, like a year, six months or a year later, watch it, and like then you get like you know how it ends. You can focus on details, things you missed, foreshadowing, and appreciate just the overall structure. And then like yeah, years later at least to get like yeah. a overall. How did it age? How have I changed? Because that's a big thing. It's like you know, it's like the movie may be the same, but your stake in life maybe totally different next time you watch it so it hits you in a totally different way like so many movies now i know i harp on this a lot lately but it's like now that i'm a dad so many movies that didn't affect me like parts from movies that didn't affect me when i was younger hit me much harder now uh and it's so it's like almost a different viewing experience you know it's pretty it's pretty great that some movies can change that way for you just based on you but you know, I enjoyed this a lot more this time because I think I'm a lot more <clears throat> easygoing, I guess. Yeah, right. Well, no, and I think when we were younger, you want to like, you know, in your in your like, you know, teens and early twenties, you really want to like, you want to consume things critically, and you want like, you want to like, 
you know, expand your 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 library of knowledge. And so you like you take it in and you have to like kind of, you know, you know, base it off of your life experience and then the other things you've you've other things you've witnessed. Right. And so it's like at the time, like you said, we were watching a lot more like harder westerns well, I do, we were I do in agree with you film school and so we we're like we were much more school, so, yeah. <laughs> like we're yeah. still really critical these days but like it was really much harder to like just appreciate something that was kind of stupid and fun back then I like think, yeah we, I, we can have fun with it now yeah i've, I I've shit so, yeah. in the past about like style over substance but i've learned to appreciate when the style is the substance you know yeah Totally, and that and that would be this. That this this has like 100%. it totally it totally doesn't doesn't like you said fit uh, the western like like the western genre. Well, it's an action. It's an action comedy it's, wearing the suit of a western. Like it's right. it's wearing a it's it's you know it's got a trench coat and cowboy hat on, but it doesn't have any of the like like real any, themes of a western other than no, like at, a couple of the tropes at, like with the shootouts. But yeah, and I think like at any moment. It kind of felt like I was like waiting for it to be modern, almost. Like I, there were times where I'm like, like, oh, they could just, it could just be. This is like a fictitious. This is Mad Max. Like, Liter- this is that. Literally, it's just a fictitious world, and it could just be set anywhere. There, you know, with any future. Exactly. There's the scene. I literally was like, huh? Because there's the scene when the uh, the main antagonist is in the theater, and I'm like, this theater is like a Cinemark or something. It's like so modern. It looks like there's like. It looked like there's like LED lights in the ho- in like the walkway. I was like, yeah. "Where is he?" Yeah, I'm like, they're what like cup holders in the this? seats and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's literally like yeah. nice cushions, like in one of those recliner seats. Um, it was weird, but that's why. But that's I wonder, why I, I chalked that up to movie, cultural. I don't know if yeah, maybe maybe. But if anyone out there knows what film he was watching, do you do you know? No, I was trying to listen to what? it too, though. You know, because <laughs> it was too, yeah. The film was in English, and so that's what stood yeah. out to me. Because obviously the whole movie's in Korean and some Japanese, I guess. But uh, so I was like trying to listen to what it was, and it definitely right. I don't know. I mean, well, do you know it's kind of fun too. I uh, in my notes I wrote down like I wrote down like we're we're watching this like you know with subtitles, and so we're not familiar with like like you know Korean dialect and like Korean like like their uh, you know accents and whatnot. Yeah. And so it's like I'm always like I'm always like ah oh, it's like I wonder if somebody is doing like a funny voice like or you know like if somebody's right. trying to be like that gruff like kind of like Western style like voice in this that's like Korean you know adjacent and it's like I was like oh that's kind of fun it's like something we're missing out on it's like oh I wish like I wish I knew if this character is like playing a playing like a character. <laughs> Right, that's one thing I yeah. always feel like I miss out on when I watch foreign films because yeah. it's like a lot of foreign films are do a pretty good job in the subtitles to like translate it, but it's like you're always missing out on like weird minor uh, like stutters or especially if like people are talking over each other, um, things like that. I feel like really miss out that uh, is unfortunate. But it, but this does this does like there are bits with like the with like the Chinese like rebels. That rebel gang, where they like their bits are hilarious. How you can I can totally tell that like how he he asks such blunt questions, you know, and then they're answered with like such a short retort. It's like you you, you know that like all right, this is that is funny. Like I was I was cracking up every time he'd be like, "Is that the man with the map?" Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, do you know yeah. him? No. <laughs> it's just like it's like it's really funny. I can I know that's not that's a that's like a written cinematic cadence of how they're speaking. Right. Their yeah. characters. And so I get that, and that's like that's nice to know. But there's also there's times where I know we're completely missing out. And and culturally, it's cool because I don't I don't know I don't know like Korea's like history really fully. Um, and so I don't know if they experience this this style of like western i don't i don't think i don't think like well that's what's the, interesting the clothing was the same you know it's like i don't know i'm sure they like they there's times where it's like okay there's probably more like a cultural accurate like clothing depiction here or like right like, like city and stuff and it's like and I'm, i wonder if like um where they were it's like man manchuria yeah like, yeah you know, exactly i think that's i think that's that is like a real place and i think they really were like after like you know World War Two or you know, World War One, I, I guess whatever, yeah, it's like, yeah. or whatever war they were having, where Japan really was like pushing Korea out and stuff, and that's like that's like a point of contention that still exists today. And so I wonder how that works for this movie culturally in Korea and in Japan, you know, because yeah. it's not like a, a worldwide distribution. And oh, so for it's, like, sure. Curious how that all works, man. It's it's kind of fun. It's like us with our westerns and our like depiction of the you know indigenous people that we've fucked with and like everything that we've done and it's like i don't know the the mythos that we have in america i wonder how well it translates here in korea it's kind of interesting but as as the movie goes it's fun so yeah i mean it's interesting to see like a movie like a korean film that's like definitely not in korea you know what i mean yeah um, right and so or maybe even or maybe still part of korea now i don't i have no idea probably not no, though, right? no that's definitely I'm like terrible. china or something i think i'm is, not don't quote me I'm, I'm pretty sure know, we're, we're, Man, we're Manch, pretty, was it manchuria or mongolia or what no it's manchuria yeah, yeah. i'm pretty I'm like, sure that used to be that's like somewhere in china because i know it's on the border of china but I'm like, we, i also don't know if korea's on the border I've, of china because i'm I went to public school, guys. Give I know. Me a break. We, I went to public give school me a, in Utah. Give me a map. So here. we don't. <laughs> we're not really familiar with the uh, geopolitical state of the early 20th century Asia. Um, See, that's what I thought. Korea is like Korea is like almost an island. It's like a oh, yeah. No, it's, come on. That's what I'm saying. So, it's like there's no way. It's well, and it's but that's what's interesting. They go to like the deserty parts. Oh, and have their is, story set on like because that. That it was probably that area's version of like the frontier Wild West was like you know the 30s or whatever, uh, 20s or 30s okay. in this part as it's like crumbling after the century, uh, or after World War One rather, and uh, so I think that's right, interesting because sure. it's like you know you don't get a lot of westerns huh. from other countries because frontiers like westerns come with the frontier and usually coinciding with the the, you know, the usually it's the 1800s. And so the only, there's only a couple countries that have were undeveloped at that time, like America moving uh, out west and then like, you know, Australia. So that's why most Westerns are Australian or American or they're paying tribute, like, you know, they're setting that genre, but it's usually not about their own country's history. So that's what's kind of interesting. I feel like they kind of like, tweaked their history to make the the western genre fit in like oh we could we could make it take place at this time in this place uh and it works really well because you know you go too much sooner than that then it's done work and then obviously right. with how fast technology oh, yeah. advances there's only a certain period you can set westerns usually so or i mean like traditionally exactly. anyway you it know obviously you can right. make modern westerns but 
Sure, sure. But yeah, to the the yeah the, to the Western that we would, when you call it a Western, that it is it is the 1800s with the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. That is kind of the that's like the the blueprint for the Western, and that's yeah. usually like the backbone of it. And so and it's kind of like whenever there is like either colonizers or people tr- coming in and like you know oppressing somebody, that's usually like your that's your back and forth. That's your that's your good and your bad. Yeah. And so that's kind of what we got with this, but with this, it's like, it's a lot, it's a lot more, you know, simplified with just the three characters and they're all just, yeah. they're all chasing down a map. And it's what, pretty fun. What, uh, so what was your favorite part then, do you think, of the whole thing? Um, God, I don't know, man. Like I said, the train, that whole train sequence is super fun. I've, I'd like, I'm a sucker for like trains and like the train any kind of train heist in a in a western I want the whole movie to take place on the train i know like yeah it definitely had some flashback the western we watched last year and one of my one of the best westerns of all time uh the assassination of jesse james <laughs> by the coward robert ford i i don't think we could go i don't think we could do november western month without mentioning that movie we can't. because it is it is to me it is the it's yeah it is the greatest western movie ever made it's so fucking good uh, but like it like yeah but it's uh but i don't know who was cooler standing at the end of the railroad tracks at the blocking of the <laughs> yeah. train was it brad pitt with his bandana Are, and all the smoke in the woods or was it this Le, korean Le anime Bung, yeah you know lee bung hung dude i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure yeah that's a tough Le, one Le, takes it home dude because i don't know man, he, like if we want to talk about oh man that's actually kind of hard though because those two together if they were in the same room i don't know if like i don't know if there would be you know a dry a dry body in the house no it'd it's, be right those, those two guys man <laughs> no, it's, that's a dream it's that's like, the mashup i want to see <laughs> i know dude brad pitt is just so silly dude i love <laughs> that's God, silly love billy that. That movie is so strong. It's such a good movie. We should just watch that every November. I would. I probably will put it on in the background casually this month. <laughs> yeah. It's just got to be, dude. It's, God, yeah. it's such a beautiful film. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel bad because I'm like, this movie is this movie is great, but it definitely, it's like, I feel, I feel satisfied seeing it again. And really, like, it feels good to, like get it out of my system i don't really want to watch it because i wanted to watch yeah. a silly silly western and so i was like oh, i'd be kind of fun to watch like i want to see like cowboys versus a- aliens or whatever and uh i almost put that I on just, there too i, I feel like everyone's gri- griping at me a little bit because i keep putting not the movies they want on the polls but a lot of times know, it's yeah. movies we've already watched <laughs> and that is yeah that is hard if you like yeah if it's on the poll we'll try to tell you like hey we did a podcast for it and it, it you know yeah eventually it, it's it. gonna have to you know it's well, on months we yeah. do repeats, which is like, we really only do it so far in October and November. So, I mean, that's always just going to happen, I think. Yeah. Because at this point, we, we watch like 100 horror movies. And so next year, it's going to be like, <laughs> anyone new? I'm like, we already watched this one. So, <laughs> Yeah, really, though. Yeah, that's why they got kind of abstract. But um, do you have any Reddits? No. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no one commented? No one commented. Okay. Well, that's yeah. fine. Do you... Uh, do you want to go into Travis's question, and I can? Yeah, but I can give you. I can give you what, a minute. What about my favorite part? Oh, oh, so sorry. Yeah, what's your favorite? Well, I, don't, I thought we were just talking about. Tra- I thought I assumed the train scene was your favorite part, but you probably got something else. No, it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, I'm kind of 
the parts that I talked about, I remembered and they I loved them. I think that I probably thought... the train sequence is the greatest, but the them at the campsite when he like has the gun drawn, that's the most like sincere the movie yeah. really gets. I, I liked that and too because it was that's the only time I felt like was a real like right. actual like, true, good true character characters. development <laughs> yeah, and like right, exactly. And like if the two characters that you actually kind of care about and it's like uh, you know other than that, I mean, there's some good gags. I like that. Uh, it was it was stupid, but the juvenile in me really liked the two times he uh, basically oh. kicked the fire poker up the dude's butts and killed Dude, him with it. Up the asshole, and the <laughs> little kids do it too. I, I know they they're do like, it. "Don't look, oh. don't look, kids!" And they just like kicks him right yeah. up the asshole with it. And and I love like the it's so they're, stupid, they're but definitely it's fun. they're definitely like tongue in cheek when like the like Japanese you know uh, military dudes yeah, like there, and he's like this. This is the most disgusting murder. Or most, you know, he's like, he's know, so like, he's depraved he and violent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's so, it's so, like, the comedy in this is as stronger, I think, than anything else. Like, oh, I, for sure. So I, many, like that, even that, all that scene put together where he's like, close your eyes, kids, and everything. Oh, dude, the fucking, the scene that I just, like, forgot about until right now, that I, I loved not my favorite but i loved it is when he's tied up and he gets ca- kidnapped the first oh, time god like yeah guy. that's good and he like he's like he's like i just pulled it out like he's like hopping out he it's, goes to dude, escape oh my god. and they catch him yeah. and he's like yeah no i just what i'm not yeah <laughs> yeah that's good i was that's that's hilarious the he's like, oh it looks like rain and then he like hops back into the room <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's good i like i mean i liked the uh i feel like they're good costumes like they're good Care. like right. I, I would looked, watch an anime of this for yeah. sure where he's like got his, he's always got his double pistols and everything you know and the yeah. good guy's got his trench coat and the shotgun and then the bad guy's got like his skull filled pistol I've been playing too much on showdown so I'm like <laughs> nice. looking at all I'm like well, I hate you well, um, dude, that, and that's that's the thing I think it needed it needs to be an anime because I kind of I wanted they tried to make the action so bombastic bombastic and yeah. so like so like not it that's a come on like i compare it to bollywood it's like bollywood doesn't care about physics or how how anything works it's just action pure and raw yeah anything they can think of that's creative it's almost like that of a horror movie where it's like the kill whatever you can get the creative kill out of it it's like wherever you can get the most creative action scene you can get in this set that's what they went for they didn't go for any kind of practicality which is fine because I loved it. It's great, yeah. but it I, also just kind of like I don't know. I, I wish, wish it, they. I wish it wasn't anime. <laughs> yeah, same. I wish they would have kind of stuck with because the uh, the opening scene on the train has a slightly different energy than the rest of the movie. Like it's all pretty crazy, but like the camera work specifically at the opening scene is much more God. like so good. Like uh, it's just like more bombastic. I get like it's like. It like tilts and slides with well, like the train feels, going, and it's it like, feels like it feels like Lawrence of Arabia. Feels like you know assassination of Jesse James with a coward Robert Ford. It's it it has that like it just I don't know it just it's so moving too. It's like that's what I liked. Like Snow I got Piercer, a, I got a couple of Lawrence of Arabia vibes too. I mean, right, right. This uh, this masterpiece is close to that, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, I got Travis's voicemail right here. Then you ready for it? Uh, sure. I mean, do you want Money Minute real quick? And then... yeah, give me the Money Minute. We can hop into the the voicemail. Yeah, it uh, wild enough, dude. It's a ten million dollar budget, which feels feels that's like pretty. They, they got that's pretty low. Yeah, they got a lot out of that. Yeah, that's like, pretty low. They, all may, considered, maybe there's because maybe there's something messed up with like very the, like, much the, the, like practical effects. Like they're that's what's cool. Yeah. It's like 
they're definitely using squibs and they're definitely using like blanks and they're definitely like destroying those sets and choreography and costumes. And so it's like that shit adds up and it's not like, you know, like the other Western I'm watching, which is uh, Meek's Cutoff, which it's like, oh, this is why <laughs> this is yeah. why Westerns are low budget is because you just get some costumes and you go out into the desert. But it's like this again, this movie's barely a Western. There's like so many fight scenes and chase scenes and like just gunfights and explosions. And that, that was all real. I feel like there was very little, like there was definitely some compositing and like some stitching together shots sure. and stuff, but uh, 10 million bucks is pretty conservative than I would have guessed. Yeah. And then, and then they did great box office wise. It's 44.2 yeah. million. So yeah, uh, they, you know, they did, I'm, I'm like, I'm happy to see it. I know, you know, they, it's like that. Yeah. Song Kang who will roll be you know i gave it three and a half stars on reddit because it's like it's fun you know it's a fun movie it's uh you know it's not a perfect movie and it's like got a lot of things i don't like about it but it 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 keeps going so fast and so fun and it's got so much charm that it's like you just almost forget about all the issues like they kind of just fall by the wayside and they're only and I'm, really I'm glaring near the end. I I'm, think. Ha- I'm happy they didn't try to shoehorn in like a love scene or like a you know yeah. a love interest or anything. I mean, if anything, he's interest. just slapping around those chicks. Like it just the chick <laughs> in the beginning really, is just no, like really slaps her like get old. Yeah, they actually. Yeah, they were like pretty unapologetic to the to the women there. But yeah. uh, anyways, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, get definitely. let's get Travis's. Uh, All Travis's right, message. let's see if you can hear this. I doubt it, but let's see. Oh, let's give it a try. Hey guys, just finished watching the good, the bad, the weird. And I have mixed feelings of this movie. On one hand, there's some amazing action sequences. But on the other hand, some of the storyline and plot twists I viewed as being a little dumb. Even the Mexican standoff ending didn't work for me. And the massive chase scene logically didn't make sense. Although it was my favorite part, one guy in a horseback riding against an army and not getting shot at is too much. And his lever action rifles while shooting on a horse against multiple Gatling guns from an army in jeeps and on horses was too unbelievable to me in a western. One thing I've noticed in Korean and other Asian historical action movies is a sense of national pride, almost on the verge of propaganda, which got me thinking of American historical action movies. Do you guys think that some of our most popular movies could be viewed as pro-U.S. propaganda? Not trying to get too controversial, just curious. Thanks. (laughs) Did you hear all All that? All right, but oh yeah, but go man. That's, that's a good 100%. <laughs> yeah. No, to, I mean that's it is it's national pride. Thank you. Uh, like 101. Thank yeah. you Travis yeah. for That for was calling a solid in. question. Um and we obviously having listened to this episode, we pretty much obviously agree with you on all the points you made uh, about it yeah. being ridiculous and it's really hard to suspend your disbelief when you're trying to actually pay attention to the plot. But um that is a good point. It's like you do see that in a lot of, because it. I've noticed that it's not the first. I'm trying to think. There's another movie where they're talking very much about, like they're uh, they're like Koreans, and I feel like maybe it was The Wailing or something. Anyway, but like, um, I could see that like idea of like this national pride, and they're like, oh, this is oh, you speak this language, cool, you know, and then like they treat them like differently. Um, right. I mean, that, and that shows up in this movie yeah, where definitely. like it is a lot of that, like where people are coming through and they're like, do you speak Korean? You know, and it's like they they just murdered him like point blank. Yeah. And it's like on well, he's it's trying really, to, and it, and he's that, trying to that speak right Japanese. There, he's like, they're like, whatever. Uh-huh. You don't know. Right. 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 That was. Yeah, that's funny. But it's like that shows that shows like 
this guy this guy's violence because he'll just cold-blooded kill somebody who's korean just for that fact and so it's like that is that is part of like i mean propaganda i feel like is maybe too strong of a word sometimes for like what we get on these, but I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, yeah I sometimes, good, I mean, it definitely whitewashes the like horrors of, especially, you oh, know, totally. Western, like the Western genre specifically, like obviously a lot of American films are like America. Fuck. Yeah. But like Western yeah. specifically are like, Oh, like this is about, you know, frontier and like how, uh, you know, the American dream and about like, the American spirit of like, you know, going out there and working hard and, you know, doing what you got to do and you, you don't get nothing handed to you. Just get, take what's off your, the sweat off your back and bootstraps, yada, yada. But they really wash over individualism. They really wash over all the fucking like, you know, genocide and like slaughter, like taking the land from like native Americans, like Westerns very specifically, especially like when you look at like John Wayne Westerns, uh, are very much like the Indians are bad, and so it's okay that we killed them because this land was rightfully ours to begin with. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, totally, dude. No, yeah, the, the machoism of of God. I go just, back and listen to our our uh, Rio Bravo oh, episode. <laughs> we did, yeah. We talked about. I mean, that's kind of rough. I almost like like we got to go back and that's redo. that's a tour. That's a oh. really early episode. So I mean, I forgive it, you if you don't go back and listen to it. But uh, right. we definitely touch on that and our feelings about John Wayne. Because again, we love westerns, and we're both team Clint Eastwood. Even though Clint Eastwood's a yeah. fucking like kind of a douchebag in his own I, right. I know, right? Right. But, well, it's, it's one of those like the lesser of two evils, at least. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. at least Clint Eastwood is you know I, yeah, will work I with guess, a black person. Yeah, but I guess I know. <laughs> John, John Wayne does not. John Wayne does not want to work with black people. Yeah. So. <laughs> they, Clint Eastwood but, sets they still just have their but, different trailers. Anyway, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> like, oh totally. No, they're both they're both very they're both very conservative white I male know, yeah. <laughs> energy that but, uh, you know definitely anyways. historical westerns like ex- or not even westerns but historical films, especially earlier in our history, and obviously westerns were like the huge export for America because that's like our genre. That's what I was saying. It's like our history was very specifically westerns, so we kind of invented the westerns and made them so popular right. through like the 30s through like the 60s. Like whole through which, the golden age, they were so popular. But I wanna, I wanna, I wanted to say this because I, I like, uh, I, I think about this all the time when we watch westerns. It's so, it's so amazing how it is definitively American. But when you think western, you you automatically go to a foreign movie. There's it's it's the that Italian western. The, the you know the lesser or the the more known spaghetti western right I was going to say that's what's kind which, of ironic Sergio, is the Sergio, spaghetti western Sergio Leone right and Sergio Leone doesn't like spaghetti western uh, I was reading an article once that he he thinks it's degrading and he called you know it's supposed to be like the what is it Italian something I can't remember whatever what he, he probably, he's but, still trying to pretend but, like it's the American West though right you which is no I mean? which is so, great and he's using an American actor and yeah. he's like it's yeah it it and it like but he and he specifically uses a lot more like, um, what is that southern border like west too, where we deal a lot with like Mexico more so. That's true. And, yeah. Uh, and and it's like, it's just it's it's cool that that like he chose to just to use that like 
storytelling narrative as like something that he made huge and like and i just i think the pacing we need to we need to watch a sergio leone we haven't yet have we uh no i don't think so i know because uh i'm torn though because next week uh i was gonna put like uh the classics and i want to put the good the bad and the ugly but then it's like i also want to put like once upon a time in the west or something but it's like i feel like i can't put both so I'll no. To, I'll have to see, you know. I'm yeah, I'm definitely, know, I'm definitely gonna put like Unforgiven, um, maybe a couple other ones. We'll see. So right, we'll talk. And, then, we'll talk and about those it. are kind of any Clint Eastwood made uh, western is essentially a, you know uh, Sergio Leone because it's he just that that's like one of his he just carry carry the torch on a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And so, so anyway, yeah, you can you can definitely fill that keep that it for energy, that. But it it is cool. Yep, stay tuned for more of those. But anyway, wrapping this movie up, it's like, you know, it's fun. There's a lot there to enjoy. And Westerns are such a, just such an interesting genre because it's like we said, we just said you're talking about like the history and the connotations of like, you know, what it means from which country it comes from and what it's like says is like who's making it. Because like most modern Westerns that are like still set in that time period do usually shine a more critical light on the era compared to like, you know, it's heyday, which I think is, is interesting, you know? So we'll see. We got some more. I mean, a lot of them do. I mean, a lot of them really kind of confront that and show like more, like they don't romanticize it as much as it used to be. Like a lot of modern Westerns very much. It's like life was fucking hard, you know, back then (laughs) life was hard as fuck back then into you don't get as many guys being like, I should have been born in the old West. I would have been, oh my God. I would have been I a know. gunslinger. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you look and at it and you're what, like, I, think, I would have died God. walking out on the fucking prairie. My like pioneering out to the West. I would have fucking got dysentery and shit my brains to death. Um, oh, yeah, if it were me. And I think that, that is cool. We, we did get that. I think the nineties really brought for sure. Out, yeah. For you know, sure. into, into the like, into the lens to be like, hey, come on, guys. Like, it's like, well, that's what's... You know, God, I the, fucking, West is, the West is hard. It is. God, I fucking love Westerns, dude. Like, I was talking with Pablo, and I'm like, Westerns, yes, have gone down in popularity, but, like, there is good Westerns from every decade I can think of. Like, there, oh, yeah. there has 100%. been consistently... Like, I feel like I've never been in a Western, real Western drought. Like, people are, no. are still passionate about western movies and it's like look at our next handful of movies that we're voting on i'm pretty surprised to see what's winning um i put the poll out late so it won't be over till tomorrow but so far uh in the valley of violence is winning which is an interesting uh is not at all what i expected that's because it's got the hawk in it baby well i think honestly it's because finally finally ty west is popular this year. Oh, yeah, right. 2022 is Ty West's year, man. He came out with he two had, he movies had, this X year. X and Pearl, right? Yeah, yeah, and they both have been, like, really well-received. So, um, and honestly, um, in The Valley of Violence is probably the only Ty West movie I've not seen. So, Well, just oh, kidding. See, and Pearl. And I haven't seen Pearl, but... I'm yeah. kind of I'm kind of bummed because that's that's the only Western I've seen out of the list. Oh, really? And so yeah, so I'm like ah, what? But I haven't seen it for so long. I could not. I only remember a few scenes. Fuck. So, so it feels it feels good to see it. The but it's, only yeah, so. I I picked them all because the only one I have seen is The Homesman, which I really liked, and I saw which, I saw in theaters, and so I was like, I want to see that again. Um, yeah, but I voted for that one. <laughs> did you? Homesman's good. We should, we should watch it anyway. 
Yeah, I'm uh, gonna. I'm down yeah, to watch it. Why not? I'm gonna rewatch. If, yeah, Marion voted for the Holmesman. Yeah, fuck it. Let's let's say, watch the Holmesman. Fuck your guys' votes. No, I guess <laughs> I mean, we can we can do that. But no, we'll, we're gonna stick with it. This is this is the coldest of knowledge podcast. We it's, our, it's a we it's a film club. are a community, and so your voice yes. is heard. Everybody, you, you voted. Yeah. So, but it's not done yet. So it's not over till it's fucking over. So I, tell everyone to go I vote say for the Holmesman. It's, just, it's safe to say that it's gonna be. <laughs> the valley violence but I, I don't know we'll see but anyways we'll yeah, see we'll see uh anyway right. i'm excited for them also but i'm already watching like i said i'm already watching meek's cut off because it's been on my list forever and i saw i was gonna lose and i was like nah, i'm watching it anyway <laughs> so. heck yeah all right anyway so thank you anything else you have to add that's probably what we're watching well, I, next week so stay tuned yeah well yeah we'll we'll keep it posted on the reddit and instagram and everything on what, what's what's coming up I, and uh travis thank you again thank everyone you. on patreon you you rock our socks. I and you should give us, have mentioned. Uh, a to I should have mentioned at the top of the episode two things. Sorry if this is a little bit. Uh, I, hopefully the quality is still sounds the same, but I've been having computer issues, so recording's been a little bit funky, slightly, and <laughs> I have to apologize. I've commented, but anyone who listened to part two of the Horrortober podcast, I left like a two and a half minute long fucking break in the middle of it. So, but you know, I figured you could use a break too because the episode is two and a half hours long. So maybe it's just like that's a good time to go <laughs> sure, take your break sure. and break yourself. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's what we do now. But it's because I had so many technical problems, I forgot to cut that, and I would have fixed it already. But my computer's in the shop, so yeah, that's why I'm computer recording on my laptop today. Um, so yeah. Well, I think it'll sound good. Sorry about you that. You sound good to me. So. Well, I don't know. David texted me and was like. <laughs> What the fuck has happened there? And then I told him, and then he never texted me back. Like, he just wanted to tell me that it sucked. <laughs> I know. That's Travis did, too. He's like, there's a break here, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I know, Travis. It's not our... Well, it's not my fault. It's my... I mean, It's 100% my fault. I'm just glad. I, I went bet. back. I was like, I panicked when I realized it. And I yeah. went back and listened to it. And I'm like, God, I hope I don't come back and just, like, start saying I know. some shit. Like, I had to listen to it to make sure I was like... I got We're, back yeah. and like, I just took the grossest shit ever and you're over there just dropping racial slurs because you think it's going to get I, cut out. And <laughs> I know, always. Well, that's what I do. Yeah, I'm like, you got to go through and scrub out all my white nationalists. That's but. his. That's how he does his vocal warm-up, people. <laughs> Jesus, dude. No, I'm kidding. That's all. That's that's redacted. I, didn't, I know, yeah, I cut do that. Any of that. Uh, yeah, please. Uh, (laughs) I don't know, man. You distract me with that. No, we're done. We're wrapping it up. Western's We're wrapping it up. um, Oh, I was going to say, just cut all of this out and just use what you said and just, just tack that on the front of this podcast. I'm not, I'm not cutting anyone. If anyone is dedicated to nothing, they listen to the end of this episode, then you're a true one of us and you can understand I'm only human. I mean, all, all like all Travis, eight of you Travis, that listen to this. I'm only, I'm only human, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was a long episode and I had to flawlessly mix together like four different cuts. That is true. Yeah. You that's, no, that's all I was, that's good. all I was thinking about. Anyway. Um, so thanks for listening. Western movie months, watch more Westerns, uh, yeah. all the find, way. Find us on all the places. Letterbox, yeah. Reddit, go on the Instagram. Reddit, comment, tell us if your you favorite to- Westerns. Go to Patreon. You will find a lot of goodies there. You help support us, and that rocks. Huzzah! All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go home. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Have a good night. Uh, I stopped recording. Oh, I tried. I tried to hit stop, and it won't stop. <laughs>